Hi, this is Michelle Chafin from Engine Room Business Innovation, and I'm here with Glenn Taylor. Hey, Glenn. Hi, Michelle. Now, the topic we're discussing today is on leadership. So what's the major challenge for leaders in business? Well, I think uh, out of all the challenges that they face, Michelle, the major challenge is dealing with underperforming staff. So many leaders, if you like, when confronted by a staff member that's not meeting their expectations, don't go about handling it particularly well. They don't move into the, the uh, space and actually have the appropriate conversation with the staff member at an early stage. They avoid conflict and uh, their frustrations build. And as their frustrations build, they start to uh, you know, emit, if you like, negative energy towards a staff member who then may start to perceive and pick up that they're not in favour with the leader. And so we have a somewhat downward spiral that uh, begins. So yeah, leaders who uh, have underperforming staff is probably the number one challenge for leaders that I observe in my journeys, Michelle. So what would be your five top tips on how to deal with this? Well, tip number one is to, well, be proactive and, you know, as we discuss with, with leaders, get ahead of the curve, not, you know, play catch up. And so number one is to make sure you clearly articulate your expectations because, you know, 90 odd, if not 100% of reasons why staff are underperforming is because they haven't clearly understood the expectations of them. And why is that? Because the leader hasn't communicated effectively. So how can they do that effectively? Well, document it and then sit down and discuss. So tip number one is be proactive. Tip number two is to then communicate effectively expectations. Tip number three is have regular, frequent conversations of a coaching nature. So lots of touch points where you actually praise and zap them when you see them doing the right things and then correct them if they're not. Then having tip number four would be having, you know, formal sit-down appraisals where we dive deeper, we get uh, into uh, more of the nuances around their performance and we try and pull from them their own insights, their own levels of realisation. And tip number five is when they are underperforming, once again, be proactive. You know, step in quickly. As soon as they're not meeting expectations, you know, don't delay get in, ask questions, and, you know, to quote Stephen Covey, first seek to understand, then be understood. So go into that conversation and ask great questions and try and understand why is it that they're underperforming. Going back to number one, was it because they didn't understand expectations or has there been some personal issue that's uh, arisen and by actually pulling from them, understanding what that is, you're in a strong position to be able to help them. Excellent. Now, with um, we talk about the six styles of leadership. What's the style of leadership that you feel is not getting used as much as it should be in leadership? Well, it's the coaching one, and, and research backs this or supports this, Michelle. And so, you know, we most leaders have their primary leadership style and a secondary one. So they'll generally under stress go to their primary, and they may then that when they, you know, uh, got. Um, some reflective qualities and good energy about them may pull upon one or two others, but the one that's most frequently neglected is the coaching one. And why is that? Because you know, coaching requires a calmer, more settled state of mind and sometimes takes a little bit more time. So you've actually got to sit down and, and 
take the time to probe and ask good questions of a person you're coaching. And that can be a little bit counterintuitive because you think that's going to take longer, but in fact it's going to be quicker because then that staff member actually you know, understands the issues and what to, actions to take and then is more equipped and capable to get on and complete the, the tasks at hand. And so on one level you think that it's going to take longer to coach, but for those that have been in the game for a, a long time and have applied the skill over and over, recognise that if you invest up front, you more than get the uh, return on effort later on when that staff member steps up and performs at a higher level than they otherwise would have if you just took a commanding style or a pace-setting style and just drove them to, to complete the task. Fantastic. Thank you, Glenn. Oh, you're most welcome, Michelle.